The Blitz is broadcasting in HD on your FM dial. Turn your HD-equipped radio to 106.9 KHTT HD2. Here we go indeed here at the Blitz 1170. I am Dion Amade. We're here at the BOK Center as the Tulsa Oilers drop the puck tonight at 7.05. We're here for the pre-party, which starts at 5 o'clock. But my boy Vito is at the door so you guys can get a chance to win some Dallas Cowboy tickets. Thanks to Miller Lite, go and get the text code, then you text the code, and then you get a chance to win a pair of Cowboy tickets for the Chicago Bears at AT AT&T Stadium. Thanks to Miller Lite for doing that. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce a friend of mine. Uh, he's, 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 He's a Cowboy legend. Uh, a near and dear friend to my heart, my heart, okay? And uh, he also helps do the pregame and postgame show for he, us here at 1170 and the Cowboy Network. Clint Shelf, ladies and gentlemen, joining us here on the Blitz 1170. Clint, how's it going, man? Good, man. I'm doing great. Glad to be on. Um, maybe the best intro I've ever gotten in my life for anything. Um, so I appreciate that. I need to have you just follow me around and like narrate when I walk into a room or talk to anybody. As much stuff as we do together, I pretty much walk around your life and, and, and narrate for you. <laughs> we, we we got the show on OSU. We got the show on OSU Max now called the Old Poke Show that airs. I mean, drops every Thursday. You can check it out. We talked to Josh Fields this week as he talked about uh, homecoming and his days playing football at OSU and playing baseball. So interesting stuff there. But Clint, how's how's things? Go ahead and talk to the people, man. How's things in your life right now? Oh man, they're they're great. Um, my wife and I we, we welcomed a, a baby girl uh, seven months ago now, so we're we're living that that parent life and just uh, trying to trying to work through that and figure it out. And uh, we're both working, so you know it's just a a new experience every day. But uh, it's going great. It's going well. Work is going well. Um, so you know I can't complain. Well, that's good. That's good. Papa Clint in the building right now. I'm so proud of you, man. For for doing all that you're doing now but uh let's go ahead and talk about homecoming and and the cowboys this is that's what everybody wants to know about so your thoughts thus far on oklahoma state season and how everything's are things are going um you know i think i think that they have played well uh, up until this point even last week you know that's something we talked about that there were some moments where they they played well um in the game just you know the margin of error in the Big 12 is so small. Um, and I think we saw that last week. I felt like we, we played a team that we should have beat. We could have beat on the road, um, and we didn't. Um, so, you know, it's, it was a tough situation. But I think uh, coming back this week, you get the, the atmosphere, you get the home crowd. There's nothing better than, you know, if you come off a loss and getting back home with, with your own crowd. So, um, you know, I think we got a big one in front of us. But um, you just got to flush that one behind you and just – keep working forward because it's a it's a tough schedule well with that being said i mean the schedule is coming up uh now we got to look forward to texas during during homecoming what, what what's your thoughts on that matchup yeah it's going to be tough um they've got they've got a lot of talented guys i think you know as you well know being from texas um texas high school football is pretty good i mean 
it's whatever. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's good. And they, you know, they, they're the biggest draw. They get the, the, the biggest, fastest, best, best athletes in Texas, which is, um, you know, something that Texas has always done. So it's always a challenge. Um, and, and, you know, this year with, with uh, Steve Sarkeesian, it seems like they're, they're kind of put it together. They finally got a guy in there that uh, when he calls plays, he calls plays to um, get his most talented guy the ball. And they've got a guy now in Quinn Ewers that can distribute it pretty well. Um, and so you know, it's going to be a tough matchup. I think, I think the way that they've played with, with him in the lineup has been um, indicative of a top 15 team in the country. Um, you know, they, they lost that game at, at Texas tech, who I think is, is a pretty good team in, in its own right. But um yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Bijan Robinson's obviously really good. Xavier Worthy, they, they get him the ball in space, and he's a he's a guy that can, uh, you know, take the top off of the defense. So they've got a good a good array of options, a good array of weapons for for Coach Sark to get the ball to. And then, you know, on the other side of the ball, they've got they've got some guys on defense that are, you know, they always have guys on defense. It seems like they're like I said, the biggest, fastest, strongest. They've got two guys in the middle that um, are huge, going to be tough to run against, and and that's. You know, something that I feel like Oklahoma State, is, as good as our record has been this year, has been a little deficient in is, is running the football. So, uh, good challenge, both sides of the ball. Um, going to have our work cut out for us. Um, and probably going to have to make I – know, I know you're a guy that special teams, I think we're going to have to have a big special teams play to um, hopefully, hopefully win this one. Yeah, yeah, I certainly agree. But, Pop, did you hear what he said about Texas high school football? Can, can you believe I, this guy? Listen, Dion, it's, it's time for you to understand that you've lived in the state of Oklahoma for far too long now. You've got to let those Texas guys go, man. You just got – like, I know, I, know, I know the tie is deep with you. I know it is. But, uh, and you still roll around the state with a Texas license plate on the car, even though you've lived here like 11 years, which still I don't know how legally you're still getting away with that. But at some point, you got, you, you got to let Texas go, Dion. you got to let Texas go. First of all, okay, I, I, don't, don't let me get the Texas High School Football Associate Coaches Association out here on you guys. You know how they roll, all right? Yeah. Be careful talking bad about these people, all right? So, so I do have one question of, of Clint, and that is, uh, I don't know how much that you've actually got to watch the Texas offense like in your prep this week, uh, but one thing that I have been somewhat uh, very impressed with is on script just how good that they are of dialing some of those plays up and how much of a manipulator that Sark is as a play caller. How much of that have you had a chance to watch, Clint, um, here in your prep leading up to this game? You know, I, I, that's exactly what I see. I mean, he is he has always been – I mean, you're not a guy that's had the jobs that he's had unless you can dial up offensive plays, right? And that's – I mean, that's kind of his M.O. And I think when you watch this team and, and specifically, um, what he does is not – I wouldn't say it's super common for a lot of college play callers are, are looking at their plays and calling plays for situations. Um, I think he looks at uh, plays and looks at play calling and calls guys numbers. And that's what he, he wants to get guys yeah. touches um, that he knows can, can be successful in certain situations. So I think when you look at this Texas offense, he's going to feed, Bijan the ball. He's going to feed Worthy the ball. He's going to feed you know, the tight end. He's going to get those guys in advantageous situations and get them to where they have a mismatch, and then he's going to get them the ball. 
Yeah, it's a ton of movement. Uh, you see a lot of, uh, like, whip routes as well that kind of creates some space to get those guys underneath. The, the, the thing with Texas is this time around, and we've been saying this now for a few weeks, uh, I was a little bit hesitant after the first week with Alabama with Quinn, but then what we saw him do against Oklahoma, I know it's Oklahoma's defense this year. Trust me, I get it if someone's yelling at me through the radio right now. But, <laughs> but the difference is, is that for the first time in quite some time, like Texas has been able to check that box next to the quarterback position, right? Because that dude, from what I've seen so far, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, but he's the type that is capable of making every throw on the field, and he has about two throws a game where most people are like, no, 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 and then he completes it, and you're like, damn, there's not many people that have the ability to complete some of those passes that we've seen from Quinn. He's been really good, and he hasn't even really had a whole lot of playing time yet. No, I, yeah, I think you're exactly right. He's, a, he's an uber-talented guy. I mean, I think he's the number one rated recruit of all time or close got to be close yep. until he gets unseated by by arch so yeah he's got he's got all the tools in his bag and and um he's been fun to watch i think i think one thing that uh, i noticed a little bit in the ou game um that that you know hopefully we can use to our advantage if 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 there's a strength of the defense that we have it's a defensive line we've known that if they can get around him you know there's there's a few throws that i saw where he was off target a little bit, he he sailed the ball just a little bit in that OU game, which there's, and I'm talking, we're talking nitpicking, <laughs> nitpick a guy, because yeah. um, of the final score. But but if that's one thing, you know, that, that you can look at it and say, hey, we can if we can get out this guy, and make him hopefully be a little inaccurate. Um, I think that's that's probably the the best strategy because yeah, he's been, I mean, he's been incredible when he's been in. I, you know, who knows what happens in that Alabama game if he stays healthy? And we're look we're talking about a completely different. Uh, situation with where they would be nationally ranked so yeah he's been he's been all that's advertised and um, I'm excited to get to see him in person finally. Clint let me ask you this question real quick not a lot has been paid attention to the fact that it will be Quinn Ewer's first road game true road game uh, in Boone Pickens Stadium this Saturday, uh, talk to for somebody with experience of playing in Boone Pickens Stadium and playing quarterback at that position at that level on the road. How tough will it be for him, or is it something that it doesn't really affect you that much? You know, I think it just depends on the guy. Um, Oklahoma State Boone Pickens is a very, very tough place to play. Um, you know they're going to be talking all week about how close the fans are going to be, right? They're going to be right on top of you. They're going to be loud. They're going to be banging the, the paddle people are going to be banging the paddle people, the, the paddle, uh, the pad right in front of them, right next to them. So yeah, it's, it's hard. I, I always liked, so I was probably maybe one of the, I don't know if it's different from other quarterbacks, but I, I enjoyed playing on the road sometimes, you know, that there's a different pressure that comes with playing on the road, obviously. Um, but it's always fun to silence a crowd, and it's always fun uh, to get to see a new place, to get to play in front of new people, and, and to get experience, you know, what that's like. So I, I think for him, he's a guy that he's had so much publicity throughout his career. I mean, going back to getting recruited, going to Ohio State early, you know, getting these big NIL deals. I think, I think he understands, um, you know, the maturity aspect of it. I think he understands how to deal with that. So um, it, it is difficult. It, in some places, you know, if you get one or two bad throws and you start feeling a little different pressure on the road and the, they start chirping you, you know, you can kind of get in your own head if, you, if you're, you know, not ready for it. So, like I said, he's, he's a super talented guy. If we can get after him a little bit, maybe make him 
move a little bit, maybe get off target with a couple throws. That would probably be the the only thing that I could I could think of that that'll disrupt a guy like that. Uh, Clint, I don't get to listen to you guys uh, on the uh, tailgate show as much as I would like to with my travels with uh, TU football, and I'm sure that you guys have talked about this a lot. Uh, but I I do have a question about Spencer. And Dion and I were getting into this before the TCU game, and the one area that I think that you've seen it's just an incredible amount of growth through Spencer's game so far is going into TCU, what, Dion? I think Spencer was under pressure, what, like 25% of the time? Uh, and he and he's done, he's done an incredible job of mitigating some of that. Um, now, some of that's been what they've had to do design-wise with the run game, but I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on just what you've seen overall with growth of him and the decision-making process that he's had this year compared to years in the past. Yeah, it's been – I mean, that's been the biggest difference from that first game he started however many years ago. I think it was at Oregon State maybe. Um, and just – that's something we talked about. I, I can remember writing notes on it last year, the year before – you know, he's an uber-talented guy. He's, he's, he can run. He can throw. He's got the arm talent. Um, it was just lacking in that decision-making. And I think, like you said, you've seen it this year. You saw it a lot this last week. There was a sequence uh, against TCU late in the fourth where we had the ball, uh, I think, on our, on our, around the 50, around the 45-50. And TCU got pressure with three-man rush three straight times. And he bailed the pocket, looked for something, threw it away. And just, you know, not forcing something into those situations and living to play another down. He just on a pick, trying to get a deep shot, I think, the drive before. And just understanding to live to play another down is, is always, you know, a smart decision for a quarterback. So I've been, I've been super impressed. I think that's the one thing in this game that um, in years past has kind of held him back. And each year I think you've seen that growth um, from him, which is, which is incredibly impressive because, you know, not everybody takes those steps. You know, some, some people are still – playing quarterback at that age and, and trying to force balls in and, and think that they can make every throw when they don't need to. So um, I think that that's, that's something that Spencer can continue to get better at. Um, it, it's obviously a process that you, as long as you're playing, you're going to keep, keep working on that decision-making, understanding defenses. And I think that's really been a, a good part of, of why Oklahoma State and the offense specifically has been successful this year. Well, with that being the case, I mean, you, you know things from, from the defensive standpoint as well, Clint. I mean, a lot of people are asking about, you know, TCU having a lot of success running the football. I mean, what is what is the defense going to have to do to kind of stop B. John Robinson and those those long horns this week from being aggressive on the rushing attack? You know what they say, you got to run the ball on the, on the road to, to win the game. Yeah, I, I I don't know if they're still doing a, a prayer circle, a team prayer before the game. That's probably one of the best options you can have for stopping <laughs> a guy like that. I, I mean, I, I you know, we we've talked about it a little bit, Dion, you and I off air, and it's just like you said, you've got to be able to run the ball, and that's something that we didn't do last week, and and probably one of the main reasons why we lost the, lost the game on the road. They're going to come in, and as good as Quinn Ewers has been. The best player on the field is, is going to be B. John Robinson um, when, when, when Texas offense is on the field. And so you really have to key on that. And, um, you know, being that Quinn is making his first start on the road, I think you have to at least think about committing more guys to the box and, and getting physical with those receivers, pressing them at the line of scrimmage, trying to throw off their timing and, and getting enough bodies to where he's not gashing you for eight yards, 10 yards a carry. So 
you know, it's always it's, it's difficult. I think I think Derek Mason, he's got to have a really good game plan, and, and he's got to be able to commit bodies in certain situations when when you know that um, Sark's going to try to get Beach on the ball to, to get those those guys up close and gang tackle him. Because if you're not gang tackling him, he's going to break a one-on-one tackle. Yeah, I agree with you there, man. Uh, Clint, thank you so much, bro, for joining us. Uh, again, I, I'm going to ask you to do this because selfishly it kind of helps me, but uh, if people want to want to find you or want to hear your oh, thoughts and insights, where, where, can, where can they do that? Yeah, so we'll just contact my agent, Dion Amade. He's uh, available, <laughs> I think. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Um I think that's probably the two two most public outlets you could probably find me on. Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter. Instagram's mainly just pictures of my dog and my and my daughter now. So, you know, unless you don't, <laughs> if you're looking for OSU football, I probably wouldn't go there. But um, yeah, you could you could always catch us on the old poke show each week. We're on the radio uh, before yeah. the game but on the Cowboy Football pregame show. So, um, yeah, if you need to get in touch with me, just call Dion first, and then he'll he'll filter it through. I got you, Clint. I'll take care of you, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, that is Clint Shelf, and you hear the the legend himself, Clint Shelf from the Old Poke man. Show you on are the a piece Cowboy of work. Max. What are, what are you, what are you talking you about? Are, you yeah. are <laughs> a piece of work. <laughs> what are you talking? You I'm were, just you, you were sweating, my boy. You were sweating so much there for a moment, and it took. It took Clint a minute to get to what you really wanted him to mention, which was the old poke show. I was sitting here with my fingers crossed, like just hoping, <laughs> hoping that he was going to completely ignore you and just pump up his own Twitter account and then leave. You got so lucky. Like, I, I just I wanted that more than anything. I think I maybe wanted that more than Christian McCaffrey, honestly, and it, and it didn't happen. So I'll settle for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, today, but yeah, you so. got incredibly lucky right there. Man, I'm telling you one way or another, he was going to mention that show. I was going to continue to kind of give him hints and get like like a good teammate that I am, you got to hand the ball off and put the ball in the proper spot, just like LeBron James does. You got to put the ball in the proper spot for your teammates to have success. You might be the most selfish on-air personality that exists in this state. That's impressive, hey, by the hey, way. Hey, it's, all, it's all about hey, you. Hey, listen You are here, the Luka Doncic. You are the Luka Doncic <laughs> of the Blitz, for sure. I, I, Coach Glass always told me, if you do better for yourself, if you make yourself better in the weight room and in conditioning, if you, if you do better for yourself, then you help the team as well. And, and, and honestly, if I promote myself, I look good, Matt looks good, you look good, Pop, as my mentor in this radio industry. Actually, hey, we should all blame you for everything don't, that don't comes out of my mouth on this air. Don't put that on You're me. You're my inspiration. You're I, my mentor. And it's all on you. No, I, I would have yeah. to say that your mentor is, is – it definitely right. has to be someone involved with Oklahoma State. Like, don't put that on me. Yeah. Radio training – in Tulsa, Oklahoma, from Jeremy Poplin. That's I'm going to put that on my resume. Well, definitely in on Holcomb. On Holcomb resume. would never. <laughs> what does that say about me, Matt? 
Thanks, <laughs> Go buddy. ahead, tell him, Matt. Tell him the yeah. truth. Go tell him the truth now, Matt. Finish. Tell him. I don't know. I feel like I've grown a lot under your mentorship, Pop. I'm starting to think there maybe it's go. just a Dion thing. You must, must, what do you mean? What are you, what are you saying? What are you saying? You know what I'm saying, huh? Dion. I'm, I'm just <laughs> – uh, I don't know. We all, we all learn from somebody, and a majority of us on this airwave have learned from Jeremy Poplin. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to jump out this window right here. <laughs> Pop, is someone just hammering a drum set in the background there? No, the temple Right? Band. What is back there? It's the Temple Band. They're they're here early, right? They gotta they gotta get ready to set the tone because, I mean, this is a basically the size of crowd they're gonna be playing to tonight, which yeah. is what we have right here in pregame. Dude, the tens of people are gonna be like, wow, that was an absolute banger. Yeah, you know, they're just uh, they're they're getting ready here. We're uh, there's gonna be more people at the Edmund Memorial Owasso game than that game, Bob. I mean, look. I mean, it but does, don't, it doesn't don't, mean I mean, the atmosphere is not going to be great, man. Because the atmosphere with the championship game—I mean, literally just right across the street, right? <laughs> um, the uh, do you know how bad I want to—I want to run over to the Smashing Pumpkins concert at Wells Fargo, like in the second half. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> just be like, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think my wireless will reach that far. You Wait can try. Till technology pulls that off. Well, Pop, you still there? Dude, I'm still here. Like, you didn't introduce me at all coming out of that segment. Like, you didn't mention anything <laughs> about this. You just <laughs> took it and ran with it. You're like, oh, let's, let's get straight to the guest, right, and bring him on. You didn't mention anything about me, you know, maybe being in Philly. Like, I'm here. It's my show. So, when it comes to, like, interactions, like, I'm just going gonna, gonna to let you die on the vine. Like, like this is yours, Playboy, right? You, you grabbed a hold of it, and now, now you don't want to run with it. First of all, first of all, I'm trying to be polite, okay? You, you, you said it was your show. I didn't want to just put my, you know, just put my feet on the couch and just, like, you're, you're here in my presence. I can't just be rude and just be like, hey, go get me a soda. You, like, I, you, I, I, I'm being, trying to be a hospitable guest. You ran in here like you were don't be a menace to South Central and, and just started popping off shots inside the store. Break yourself, fool. That's exactly what you did with my show today. Hey, sometimes you have to be assertive. Sometimes you have to take control. And you didn't tell, you didn't tell me where you were. You, didn't, you just said, hey, go to the BOK Center and do the show. That's all you said, Pop. You didn't tell me how to get in. You didn't tell me where to park. I had to call Vito when I got here. So first of all, I'm ju I, I'm just doing me right now, okay? You didn't tell me nothing. Just go to the BOK Center. That's all yeah. you said. Yeah, Dion, because you know what my instructions were? Go to the BOK Center. So I gave you my instructions. That was that was all I knew. That was all, all right, I so knew, baby. So you want to take us to commercial, or do, do, do you want me to do it? Just tell me what you want me to do, tell me, and I'll do it. Listen, I'll take us to commercial if you want no, me to. No, uh, I, I think I can take the reins back over here for a little bit. I, okay. I think I know how to do this, All right. if I remember correctly. Dion, do I have your permission? <laughs> yeah, you, you have okay. my permission. Just make sure you mention that Dean Rule is coming at the 2.30, so he's going to be our next guest. Just after this break. Come, after Dean this break, Rule so. is coming at the 2.30. He's coming at the 2.30, so make sure you mention that when you, when you take us to commercial. Yeah. Okay, I probably would have phrased that a little bit differently, but, hey, 
All right. That's okay. just me. But Dean it's, your show, is, it's your show. Your show. Dean, you do you. Dean Rule is coming up at 2.30 here on the Blitz 1170. <laughs> Dion and Dean will uh, break down some high school action. I'm going to have to run down and test my wireless setup, but I'll be back with you. Thank you for tuning in this afternoon and putting up with this nonsense of Dion trying to uh, essentially gank my show from me. We'll, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back here on the Blitz 1170, reminding you that we're at the BOK Center today, not just for the Oilers pregame party that's, that's taking place. And we'll be there until 7, hanging out uh, this evening. But it's also an opportunity, if you're going to the Oilers game today, to get signed up to win a pair of tickets, courtesy of our friends at Miller Lite, mm-hmm. to see the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago Bears, all from our friends at Miller Lite. You've got to stop by the booth that's right inside the grand lobby at the BOK. Take, a, uh, take uh, out your phone and send that little text code that we have for you right at the broadcast location, and you are automatically entered. We're going to pick a winner coming up on Monday to see the Chicago Bears and the Dallas Cowboys. This is the Blitz 1170. We'll come back with Dean Rule from the Tulsa World next.